Welcome back to another session of the Roundtable, ladies and gentlemen. We do have Kenyon in the sound room waiting to come live. He just got off of work. He just had to sit down and buckle up with us. It's been a long time coming to sit down with his brother. He's been busy. If James was still living, I would say he's, he's more busy than James Brown when it comes to the music industry. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we got yours truly from Charlotte all the way down to the ATL, Kenyon. Now tuned into Urban Force Media. My brother, my brother, how are you doing? What's going on? I am doing excellent. Doing excellent. How about yourself? Man, I'm 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 so happy we finally was able to get the uh, schedules together that we can coincide with one another. I'm a little under the weather, but hey, brother, to sit down with you, it's a must. It, it has to be done. It has to be done. I took all the meds I need to keep the uh, the uh, the things of a cold away from me for the next 45 minutes or so. So, brother, I'm all yours. First of all, let's say this right here. You left Charlotte. Made the journey down to Atlanta. What 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 made you want to move to Atlanta to you know pursue the uh, music career, or did you go to Atlanta to pursue the music career? Um, it well, I I, I remember being in just high school, and it was just like everything I was seeing on TV was Atlanta artists, Atlanta music, Atlanta culture. So I always had a desire, you know what I'm saying, to go there. But I didn't really know that um, while in school as well, in high school, I would end up getting a music scholarship to go to Morehouse College, which brought me to Atlanta. So I came down always with the mindset of, you know, I want to build a music career. But um, I was also wanting to do well, graduate well, um, learn all I could as a music major at Morehouse College. Awesome. Awesome. So you, you went to school there and you said, Hey, I, 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 I found my home here. So it wasn't the music industry that got you there. It was more so as the college that got you there. Yes, absolutely. All right. So what are you doing now with it? With, with you graduate from Morehouse, what are you know, doing now with your, your degree? I get a, a fun task of uh, working with a lot of youth and young adults in the community. And uh, in my own way, I get to teach boys. I get to teach performance coaching, piano. I really get to share all the skills that I've learned over the years and impart that to the next generation. And it's been super, super fun. Um, specifically, shout out to this comp the company I work for, Atlanta Music Project. They um, really allow me to teach from my own experience. And so um, it's very fulfilling. It's it's just as much of a, a great purpose, I would say, as being an artist, as well as being a teaching artist. So um, I love it, man. I'm reading some of the credits here, Kenya, and it says that um, you performed on uh, various platforms, Grammy Weeks, MTV, and MasterCard stages, VH1, Save the Music, BET Music Matters, TV One Trumpet Awards, Delta, you. Delta Airlines, I'm not for sure what that's in reference to. Billboard, Atlanta, TuneCore, Jam, Core, Coca-Cola, and Six Flags Independence Day Festivals. And it goes on and on and on. 
you you've really really had uh, a lot going on man yeah it's it's been fun it's been a great blessing it really has been and also i see where it says you um you was on one of spike the the red hook soundtrack of spike lee's red yeah hook. the movie uh red hook summer we um i got to sing on the soundtrack now were you with other with another group or you you just had a song yourself that you done so it, it was a part of like our whole music department you know spike lee he's an alumnus of morehouse so we were all very active um the music department in that uh film Oh wow! So he came back home and said, "Hey guys, I need some music. Uh, help me out." Yeah, and uh, he brought us up to New York. I guess where he was doing everything for the film. We were in the studio with him, and that was that was a super cool experience. Wow, that's awesome, man! That is awesome. I guess you know which which what you're doing that, and you working with a um, a how would you say it spike lee's one of the, the icons of uh the film industry how was that working with him oh it was it was incredible you know because um i feel like from that moment even the current moments it's nothing like um connecting with people you grew up watching them on tv seeing their work being inspired by their work and so now getting the opportunity to participate and, and be a part it's a full circle moment you know so i just remember soaking it all in um pinching myself a couple of times but it's always cool you know spike lee himself he's a super like down to earth guy so um you know he made it just feel very natural like i was supposed to be here you know and so um it, it was it was it was awesome who are some of the other um uh, um well-known people that we may have heard of that you've worked with Wow. Well, I, I would have to say um, uh, one of the greatest of all time, um, the late Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Um, I got to sing background for her. Stevie Wonder, um, Fantasia Barino, Tiana Taylor, um, Kanye West, Common, a bunch of a bunch of different people. <laughs> A whole lot of people. Were you nervous with Aretha and and um? You, I think you said Stevie Wonder. Were you nervous around them? Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Like I, I, but I feel like my training and grooming. You know, even if your heart is beating out your chest, you're just taught not to show it. You know, you're taught to be professional. You're taught to come on time, know the music. Because in that, in those instances, I was singing behind them. But you know, I was like screaming on the inside. Like, this is the queen of soul. This is the songs on the key of life. Genius. Steve Wonder, you know? And so, but uh, what I remember about just being professional and, um, you know, knowing my music, because that's why I was booked to do the gig, it led to um, just building beautiful dialogue and relationship, you know? And in those settings, it was so special to me because I just soaked up everything that i was witnessing right while trying to sing but i'm like these are legends so i'm just learning from them and watching from them because you know my long-term goals is to have if i can have a fraction of the career that they've had you know that's the dream so you what you, what you're speaking right now kian is uh, i admire what you're doing because back in the days when i was singing and 
was in groups and producing music, you're speaking something that I wish I would have had the opportunity to do, man. So, and for one of the legends to still be here, Stevie Wonder, I mean, that's, man, that's a phenomenal thing to speak up on. Yeah, no, incredible. Now, what, what age range are you in right now? You in your 20s, your 30s? Yeah, I'm in my late 20s. Late 20s? Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go back. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go back to Suitcase, June 10th, 2015. Mm, wow. Tell me about Suitcase. Where, where did you write that song at? So that was um, a, a song from my mentor. He pretty much conceptualized all of it and i was just i love this song and so i came in here and added a few things but he my mentor dennis reed who's a charlotte legend he's you know uh i grew up in his organization inspire the fire which is an arts organization and i just remember being uh in undergrad at morehouse and i fell in love with this song and so pretty much the thoughts behind it were it was synonymous to my story right you know you're taking the idea of packing your life up in a suitcase you want to travel the world you want to train the world you want to live your dreams and at me it connected and resonated with me so heavily because though you know atlanta and charlotte are not too far it's only like three and a half four and a half hour difference you would hear just a lot of different people to, when it came to pursuing entertainment dreams but okay, man, you got you got to get out your hometown. You know, you got to go chase those dreams. So suitcase was birth, you know, culminating my journey, that experience. And so it's just been beautiful to present day. That is probably one of the most requested songs I, I get when I perform. And it's every time I perform it, it feels like the first time because I feel like, you know, the main message of that song is like yo if you gotta pack your bags if you gotta transition to start a new life you can live your dreams and you owe it to yourself to at least try you know so. i bet you and jodeci could really really have a phenomenal conversation in reference to what you just spoke upon of packing your bags it's like they packed up and moved to new york mm -hmm. with nothing you know what i'm saying and sat in the hallways for uh uptown to say hey give me a chance give me a chance yeah. And they opened the doors and I don't know if a lot of people noticed it or not, but the first song that I ever heard Jodeci on was Father MC's uh, uh, I'll Do For You. Wow. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, Google that, man. They're actually in the video as well, man. It's Father MC, I'll Do For You. And they did the, back, the background vocals. I'm not sure if, if uh, Devontae did any of the producing on it, but I know the back the background vocals made Father MC go to that next level. And wow. then a couple years later, Josie came out. So you guys, y'all would really, really have a great conversation sitting down talking about what it was like to leave North Carolina to go and pursue that dream. August 29, 2016, you, you dropped Dance Forever. Mm. What was going through your, your, your mindset at that point in time? I wanted, you know, it was my first time experiencing or experimenting with like the EDM kind of dance music vibe and I, I wanted to just have fun doing something upbeat but even the concept of the song when I write a lot of my songs I always try to not force but naturally create a, a message that everybody can relate to and that song Dance Forever was a fun song but the message was very 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 real 
You want to dance through what you're going through. You want to dance through the ups, the downs. You just want to dance and keep going. Sometimes you got to dance when you cry. Sometimes you got to dance when you're hurting. But dancing symbolizes, you know, triumphing through whatever it is that life throws your way because it's always going to be a greater side, you know. And um, that 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 is something that in all of my music, I always try to find a way to make a message that will really touch people's hearts and something that I've lived myself. Now, when you're on stage, do you have a, a, a great, uh, um, a dance, um, a dance show while you're actually performing? Oh yeah. Like now, so one of my biggest, biggest inspirations, believe it or not, is Bobby Brown, new edition, new Jack swing. That's one of my favorite eras ever. And so for me, it's always funny because people, you know, when they meet me in person, they're like, oh, wow, like, you're super kind and just chill. But when you get on stage, you just, like, turn into somebody else. And for me, I guess I, I grew up always um, loving that kind of, like, if you want to call it alter ego or superpower, where you just get on that stage and it's electric, right? And so um, I definitely have a great time dancing, getting people off their feet, pulling them in. Because I, I feel like... Um, the, the legends, the artists, as you mentioned, like Jodeci and just countless other artists there's, that I studied. And when they got on that stage, they had a good time. And, you know, who wants to buy tickets and come to a show and be bored? No, you know, so I pull from everybody, man, honestly. But you're definitely going to dance. You're going to move. We're going to have a good time. And, you know, Kenya, you, you said the key thing, you know, you're there. You're the uh, you're the MC. You're, you're the master of ceremony for that evening. So your crowd is dancing. Why not party with your crowd? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So if, if your crowd is dancing and if they ain't dancing, you need to do something to get them to dance. Yeah. <laughs> or get off stage and let somebody else get up there who can. Right. Absolutely. So I, I feel you on that, brother. I really, really do. Moving forward to May 23rd, 2019, you did Over Nova. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that was fun because I remember um, we just, we had, we wanted to have some fun with the kind of the trap soul, which was kind of like a subgenre of R&B that was popular at that time um, with the artist. I remember her, she was kind of like pushing that sound, Bryson Tiller. And me, I always just like having fun experimenting with genres, you know? And so when we did that song, it had a little bit of edge to it. I remember, man, I think we started shooting the music video for that. It was like after midnight in Atlanta. Like we went to the Marta station. We like shot to like almost 5 a.m. But I wanted it to have like a grungy, you know what I'm saying, type of R&B feel to it. And uh, it was it was a fun record. But in that record, I'm dancing as well. We had choreographers come and do like a dance routine. It was a lot of fun. Sounds great, man. Sounds great. Sounds like you have a lot of good fun in in doing what you're doing, not just so much as the the music aspect, the video aspect as well. And what you're doing now is taking me back to the '90s when you mentioned Bobby Brown and their videos, man. Like you said, New Edition, it was like they they had mad fun, and oh, yeah. we all used to mimic every video New Edition did and Bobby Brown did. We used to mimic step for step as if we were actually in that video, man. So I feel you on that, man. Yeah, because I, I I learn every day, honestly. You gotta find a way to have fun doing what you love, or else why do it? You know, so what what do, what do you um 
your, your students how do they feel about when, when you drop a new release or they will they run across some of your music on youtube what, what what do they come back and say to you in the classroom well it's very humbling and flattering they're often very wild because they're like why don't you tell us about this all the time because me i'm i'm just not that guy to be like oh i'm keen what would you do like more majority of the times they find out by just looking at my social media and they get mad at me like you need to be telling us about this but it's it's really cool because in a very real way for a lot of them they're like seeing you do it you, it makes the way that you teach us even more impactful because you're showing us that you gotta practice you gotta go on set to do videos you're performing so it makes um how they receive one-on-one sessions and group sessions very 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 effective i would say um and they always show me a lot of love they often uh, sometimes if they're not old enough they'll come with their parents to shows which is really fun like you know if the venue was like an 18 and up but it's 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 super um i think encouraging to me even as an artist because again i know that music overall is my purpose right but i know that teaching this next generation is as equally important as me blazing my own trail because you never know who you're working with and that's why for all the legends you know people that i got to work with all those gems that they dropped in my life i'm just I got, I got to do the same, you know, for the next generation. Moving on up to 2020, it was March 5th. You dropped this it was girl on my way. Yes. So girl on the way is a record that really changed the game for me. Um, I remember just taking a simple text message from a young lady. She was a, a Spelmanite that I really, really, really was just rocking with heavy. And you know how you just have a disagreement and, and all that. So I, I forgot what she said, but I remember it. So I was like, girl, I'm on the way. Like, I'm about to, I'm, I'm coming. Like, I'm, I'm about to just come. <laughs> so I remember I took that concept and I went to the studio and I sat down at the keyboard and I just had these chords and I wanted it to have like a soulful undertone with like a R&B, you know, trap kind of feel with the backgrounds. And we just had fun telling a story of, you know, a guy, when, when you know that you're kind of like messed up on a young lady you're talking to, and you know that like, you done done wrong, like, man, girl, I'm on the way, I'm gonna make it up to you. Like, we gonna be good. And so that's how the, the song was created. Well, I mean, Kenyon, right after that, you did one title because, I mean, that that's something that a lot of people don't really understand. Having a relationship and being in the music industry is tough because you got, you bogged down into writing songs, you bogged down into rehearsal, you bogged down into getting the right cuts in the studio. Then you bogged down into trying to get the music out there and you bogged down into doing performances. Where do you have time for the lady? What do you have time for your mate? And then right after that, in August 20, August 23rd of 2020, you came out with, I ain't worried about you. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> that was just all about, you know, me coming into my own, recognizing you can't please everybody, you know? And, and I feel like all of us, we go through seasons or moments in life where you try, you try, you try, but you be like, 
yo, I gotta do what's best for me. And so that was a fun pivotal moment because it was very real. I was like, I am trying to build a career, do this, do that. And I'm like, at this point, okay, I ain't worried about none of y'all. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put myself a priority because you know people will take advantage of of you if you, if you let them. And I just got to the point I was like, nah, I'm not gonna let this go on anymore. And I, I'm a artist that I definitely take real experiences and I put it in my music. And you know, Kenyon, you know, that's something that really hurts a lot of some of the great artists who who don't make make it to the uh, the main stage, the big stage is relationships, you know, whether it's relationships with the children, relationships with the lady or the husband or boyfriend or girlfriend. A lot of times um, that hurts great musicians from making it. You know, they, they it's not that they give up, it's just they stop to give 100% to this versus 100% to what they really, truly have loved their whole entire life before they met that person. Absolutely. Now, um, you did a single called You in February 2021, but you also did one called You Should Know, February 25th of 2022. You Should Know, um, is that what we were just playing? yes yeah that's that's it right there yeah hey guys let's give them a little bit of this right here when you close your eyes the love we have inside will make it Take us back where we begin. I'll do it all over again, over and over again. Kid, um, we messed up. We played "Girl, I'm on my way" instead of uh, "You Should Know." Oh. But <laughs> yes, by listening to that "Girl, I'm on my way," I'm surprised Tank Anthony Hamilton hadn't said, "Hey, uh, Kid, we need you to open up for us." Hey, it's 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 room for it to happen. Very soon. I, I, I'm surprised, man. I'm surprised. This is that's a 2020 joint, man. Yeah. Guys, Anthony Hamilton, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> Frank, what are you doing? And you know, I actually I'm I've met Tank and Anthony Hamilton in LA. Really nice guys. Um, really, 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 you know, big inspirations to me. So, you know, um, I need to do some circling back to hit them up again but they're they're really really dope r&b legends so hey the future it, it can always happen right man right man i i that joint right there what i really like about that video what you did kenyan you 
with the guys being behind you and then they spread out yeah. and they're blowing the horns and everything. I, I really, really, I, I enjoy that, man. I see I you guys, it. y'all sit down and y'all put some thought process into that, that song right there. Thank you. Thank you, man. Now, <laughs> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, that was 2022. Now you dropped Bother Me. And is it Neutral in Paradise or is that the single or is that the EP? Neutral is the EP and Paradise is a single on the Okay. Yeah. And Bother Me is on that? No, Bother Me, that was the the collab with DJ Drake. Okay. Drake is all over the place, man. He's doing so many great things with so many people, man. And um I did actually I, I interviewed him and that guy, man, he he has a catalog for you. Oh, I'm yeah. like, Dr. Dre, watch out, man. He wow. has a catalog for you. But I think now this would let me ask you um this key. Now that's the one right Another there. Another crossroad, neither of us moving. Gridlocked, our love is stuck in traffic. When it's bad, it's bad, you can't imagine. Kinda feeling like I'm losing. Gonna give you up and choose me. you Kenyan when you're in, in your relationships do you ask your your mate hey um listen to this song this song this song and you'll understand me <laughs> no I don't I I don't know if I would do that no that might actually be cool but I've never done that no man I mean because you know you you you're your sequence, man, from, like I said, from 2015 going forward, your sequence, it's like, <sighs> I'm in this new relationship, sweetheart, I need you to watch this video, this video, this video, and you know everything about me. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely take that. And I'm that guy. I am that guy. Man, I, I really, really enjoyed that that music video as well. The song, you know, it's, it's real deep. Morgan Wallen has a song out right now where him and the lady 
They're uh, throwing bottles at one another. They're fighting. She goes home to her mother. He don't think it actually it's a toxic relationship and everything. And when I heard this, it, it made me think of not so much the toxicity as what he did with his lady and everything, but there's something you should know before I let you go. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, um, you did it in a subtle, real nice, sweet way. Uh, theirs was Morgan's was real harsh. It was like I don't care. We 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 said some things we weren't supposed to say. We were both ugly, <laughs> yeah. but I know we can put this back together some way somehow. Um, what inspires you when you're sitting down? And you're writing songs. What what what's, what gives you the inspiration to write that next song? Usually, um, self reflection or just talking to my homeboys, talking to family. Um, but I, it's very easy for me to find inspiration. And, and, and I guess that's because I never try to just force stuff. I always just go off of vibes and feelings. And a lot of times, you know, when I sit down at my keyboard or go to the studio, somehow ideas will come. And what usually helps that is conversations. I'm a, you know, I'm from Charlotte, so I grew up a super Southern, you know, talkative guy, you know, as they say, you know, you don't really meet strangers. So it's very easy for me to find inspiration through striking up conversations. The latest uh, hit that you have right now is Bother Me. Mm. Where does that compare to some of your other uh, songs you've done? This song was really fun because it was my first time doing like a dance house record. Um, which, you know, major thanks to DJ Drake for uh, having me be on the record. But it was still, you know, a message that was true to form for me. Like, you're not going to let petty stuff bother you. You're not going to let things get under your skin, you know, um, and let things just kind of get you off your center, you know, off your square. And so I connected with the song immediately, you know, and they played me the reference. And then I was like, man, it just has a great, energy and you know it's, it's always been cool growing up and djs they're so vital to culture because they really 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 they curate that playlist they mix and scratch records that take us back to that moment in time you know mm -hmm. and you'd be like you just when it hits you it feels like the first time so for me to participate on this record where um dj drake is using it to do the same kind of thing i was just like man this is this is dope. That's good, man. That's good. And you know, and and also when you said DJ Drake is, I noticed you're not shy in reference to being around the DJ like that because you had him actually in one of your videos. Was it a You Should Know? What was the yeah. what was the difference in those two videos? You did two different videos for You Should Know. Yeah. So one, I just did like a performance video because I love performing, and that was where I had it. the DJ is actually he's a DJ professionally as well as a producer. He produced You Should Know. The guy that's DJing, and so um, I, I, I've always been just a fan of I think music in general, and you know when you you can't have a song without a songwriter, you gotta have a producer, you gotta have a singer or a lyricist. How do you get those records heard? DJs, people that radio, you know, and so that's why every time I think for me when I approach music, I always just welcome all types of people that play vital roles in the music business because you know none of us will be successful without the other right 
Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and drop the bother me. You guys, if you're not dancing in the background when you see this, you're going to start dancing when you hear this track right here. This takes it takes a lot of us back to what we used to do, what we used to call house. I yeah. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Bother me. Kenyan man, Drake yeah, man. did his thing. He did his thing with that grand piano, man. He man. did his thing, man. I love that grand piano sound he put in the background. Of that thing, man. Yeah. I tell you this, Kenyan. No knock on any other city, but I'm gonna say it in this order: Detroit, Chicago, L.A., 
That right there is a joint that they will pump from Monday to Sunday. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to tell you now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you ever been up performed up there or been up there and partied? I haven't gone to a party, but I have performed in uh, Chicago, LA. I haven't performed in Detroit yet. Man, the house joints up there is just off the chain, man. I'm like, whoa. Yes, man. Yes. I mean, and that that's something they've been doing since the 80s and still hitting it hard, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you and Drake did that, I'm like, wow, that, that's 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 hot. Y'all bringing something back now. Yeah. For everybody. Because that's something you're not hearing in music no more. Unless you're up there in Chicago, Detroit, or like I say, in L.A. Right, right, right. Exactly. So man, I I I tip the hat off to you and Drake for you know putting a phenomenal joint down, man. That was that was nice. I, I really truly enjoyed that, man. So what's what's on the horizon now that the summer's hit for you? You you out of school? Um, what's coming up for you? Well, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, performing. Uh, have some tour dates coming up starting next month in June. And uh, I have some more visuals that we're already preparing to start shooting for records on my EP, Neutral. And um, we're looking to do some collabs as well from summer to the fall. So, again, I'm just looking to have as much fun as possible doing what I love to do. Well, you do a great job at what you do. And, brother, you know, it, it was something I was saying to myself earlier today. It was in reference to as I was listening to your music and going over everything before we went live. And I was saying to myself, you know, with you giving back to teaching within the uh, with the arts. And as you said, you know, me and you was talking, you also, you know, you, you give lessons to adults and everything. And you put time in and doing what you're doing in the music. The videos, like you said, doing uh, concerts, brother. Um, you, if you're not where you want to be, mm-hmm. be proud that you are where you are. Absolutely. And I say that because there's so many people like myself and people who are younger than me who are in the industry who have not done what you're doing, have not made it to that plateau, and brother. Uh, even though I don't hear your music on the radio, I have to go to like YouTube or Apple Music to hear it. Be proud that you are where you are because you, what you have is a gift, man, that, like I said earlier, I don't understand why Tank and Anthony Hamilton have not asked you to open up. Thank and that's you. not, that, that's not to, you know, I'm, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't throw me no coins to say, yo, L, do this for me. Because you don't know what I'm about to say. You didn't know what the interview was about. <laughs> I'm saying that, guys, from my heart. Tank, Anthony, look this brother up. He in Atlanta. He ain't hard to find. If you can't yeah. find him, uh, reach out to this lady right here. Tangie yeah, Watts. Yes. She can yeah. find him for you. And it ain't hard for her to find him. <laughs> yeah. Brother, anytime you're doing something, anytime you drop something, you want to come back to... Uh, Urban Voice Media here at the Roundtable Session. Just give a, a, a Tangi a holler or hit us up. And we've been, most, we've been more than happy to have you back, man, because thank you. your music, what you have to deliver is like food. We love eating what you wow. have. You know what I'm saying? It, it eats inside the soul and nourishes our body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nutrition to our body, what, what you have to say. And thank you. 
I ain't gonna get over them trumpets, man. Hey, well, get ready for more. We got some more great concepts coming. So I'm, I'm, I'm truly honored and thank you. Shout out to Miss Tangi for making this possible. I, I really, really am honored and hope it should be a Charlotte show soon. So hopefully, I can get you the information and you can come out. Yeah, you come to Charlotte, I'll be there. I would love it. Yes, sir. You come to Charlotte, I'll be there. I give you last words, brother. I'm I. I live by if you can be consistent, you can be great. You know, and I anybody that watches this, just know that we were born to be the greatest versions of ourselves. So I hope that my music will inspire and encourage that. And please lock in with me on social media, everything, Ken Martin, and I would love to connect with y'all. Sounds great. Sounds great. Ken Martin, until next time, brother, and there will be a next time. Yes, sir. You stay happy, you stay humble, you stay blessed, brother. And we're going to be watching you, man. We're going to be watching you. Thank All you right. so much. Good.